Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Okay, friends, today we finish up Luke 9 with Luke verses 46 through 62. As always, you can read along with me and finish with journaling or drawing a picture so that you can remember what we're reading. Are you ready? Let's dive in. The greatest in the kingdom. So Jesus had just finished predicting his death again. Then the disciples began arguing about which of them was the greatest, but Jesus knew their thoughts. Just so you know, God always knows what you were thinking because he is everywhere and knows everything at all times. But he wants us to tell him our worries, our feelings, our thoughts, and desires in prayer to show him how much we trust him. It's like how your mom seems to always know how you're feeling, but she wants you to tell her about it anyway. Okay, back to Jesus knowing their thoughts. So he brought a little child to his side. Then he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me also welcomes my Father who sent me. Whoever is the least among you is the greatest. That's kind of like letting someone get in line in front of you. You may not know this, but your teacher usually notices your kindness and sometimes rewards you by picking you when you raise your hand to volunteer for something in class. Using the name of Jesus. John said to Jesus, Master, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he isn't in our group. But Jesus said, don't stop him. Anyone who is not against you is for you. Opposition from Samaritans. As the time grew near for him to ascend or go up to heaven, Jesus resolutely, meaning confidently and with determination, and he set out for Jerusalem. He sent messengers ahead to a Samaritan village to prepare for his arrival. But the people of the village did not welcome Jesus because he was on his way to Jerusalem. You see, Samaritans and Jews didn't get along, and Jesus knew that staying there might not be a good plan, but he tried anyway because he will always try to give hope to everyone. When James and John saw this, they said to Jesus, Lord, should we call down fire from heaven to burn them up? But Jesus turned and he rebuked them, his disciples. So they went on to another village. See, Jesus didn't like the response from James and John because they wanted to destroy their enemies. But John 3.17 tells us that Jesus didn't come to destroy the world, but to save and heal. And that's what we should focus on too. The cost of following Jesus. As they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I want to follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests. But the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. See, some people say that they will follow, but they have things that they won't do or aren't comfortable with. And Jesus knew that this particular someone wouldn't actually follow him wherever he went. He said to another person, Come, follow me. The man agreed, but he said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. Well, that sounds like a good reason to delay. So let's see what Jesus says. 
But Jesus told him, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. Huh. Sounds like Jesus wanted this man to fulfill his calling or purpose right now. And sometimes that means sacrificing or giving up something you want to do. Another said, Yes, Lord, I will follow you, but first let me say goodbye to my family. Jesus told him, Anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Have you ever tried to walk forward and when you looked behind you for too long, you'd gone off the path or walked into something? That's what Jesus means by trying to farm with a plow and looking back. Jesus was telling him with this example that you can't have it both ways, being the Lord's disciple and maintaining control of our own lives. Jesus traveled and taught in so many places during his ministry. Many times he had people who wanted to be his followers just like these three that Luke specifically points out, but in the end, they weren't willing to make a commitment. God's goal is not only your salvation, meaning you are saved by Jesus, but your discipleship, which we sometimes call spiritual growth. He doesn't want you to just show up for church on Sunday. He wants others to easily know you are a follower of Jesus every day of the week. Will you pray with me? Dear God, thank you for welcoming anyone and everyone, just like Jesus did with the young child. I know you have great goals for each and every one of us. Help us to keep doing what we help us to keep doing what we need to do to grow our relationship with you. Now's your chance to thank God and share your prayer requests with him. God, please help me to obey your commands and do the things you want me to do so that others can easily know I am a follower of Jesus every day. In your name we pray. Amen. I hope you found something that was memorable or makes you want to understand and love God in a new way. If you have questions, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or even Google. You can also leave me a message on Spotify or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you next time.